Welcome back, everybody, to The First Step. It's me, Jill Sachuk, here with Esther Jones-Alley. I'm so happy to have you here, Esther. I can't wait to dive into this conversation. Esther Jones is an intuitive spiritual life coach, and I'm going to hand the mic over to you, Esther, to tell us a little bit more about who you are. <laughs> well, thank you, Jill. Thank you. Thank you. I am uh, honored to be here with you. I am intuitive spiritual life coach. I come from a long line of wisdom women that had the sight and the gifts. Um, I wasn't quite sure that I had them until everyone was moved out of the way and spirit said, okay, it is time. Um, I live in Maryland. I moved here last year from Seattle, Washington, where I lived for many years. Originally, I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I'm number seven of 10 children. Um, and I would consider probably the black sheep because I was so different from everyone in my family. Um, my family was, um, a very religious family and, um, I couldn't figure out what they were doing. It didn't make sense to me. <laughs> so as a kid, I was quite often in trouble because I, um, I was always asking questions that people couldn't answer. So I knew I was different, um, but at 23, I had a near-death experience. And when I came through that was when I began my walk with spirit and I began to study every religion. I wanted to understand what was that greater power that allowed me to make a choice of whether or not I transitioned from this dimension. And in studying all of that, I learned that all religions basically have the same story. Um, the uh, Eastern religions, though, are more esoterical. They're more connected to the inner self, whereas Westerns are outer, which is being something beyond yourself, which is something outside of yourself. And what I found is that I had a more affinity to what we call spirituality. Mm -hmm. Now, spirituality has become the buzzword of the time. And a lot of people understand the jargon. They can speak the language, but can they live it? It's not about just knowing the language. It's about living it. And in living it, it is a day-to-day -day process, moment by moment. Not the future, not the past, but the moment. Being in the moment. Because it is in the moment that we create. And most people are not in the moment. <laughs> you know? People, we, we think, oh, man, I've, I've, I've really got this. I'm just thinking about it. But that's just mental gyrations. That's not truly thinking. As interdimensional beings having this physical experience, it is on us to recognize how powerful we are and to stand in that power and stand in that truth. And that's what I'm here to do, is to help awaken and activate as many light beings, as many star seeds as possible. Mm -hmm. So that's who I am, Jill. 
I love this. I mean, everything you're saying really resonates with me. And I'll share with you, we we have something in common because, well, we have, I think we have a few things in common and some listeners might already know this, but I was also definitely the black sheep in my family. <laughs> I also definitely, when you're saying that, just it so resonates with me that I was growing up in a world and and essentially a family, but a culture that just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I was I was always asking bigger questions. When I asked these bigger questions, people seemed annoyed or confused. And then uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I too had a, ne- a near death experience in my early 20s. Yeah. Totally woke me up. We should have died and we didn't. Mm. And I decided I was going to pursue what I really was interested in, which was that connection to spirit. So I went to India and I started learning about yoga and meditation and and really following that calling that I had. So when you're saying that, I just, yeah, I just hear that so much. And then, but where I want to take the conversation and, and get you to kind of riff on is, because I completely agree that yeah, spirituality has become so trending and woo-woo and, you know, just light some incense and put your hands in chin mudra and imagine blue light. And that's not going to get us there. I agree that this ability to connect into the present moment is everything. And I, I'd be curious to know, and for listeners, what could you suggest to, or what do you use to help you connect more into that present moment? It's interesting that you say that because you're right. Everybody wants to do it right or, you know, hold the position and do, you know, and it's not about that. The biggest thing, if I could say the biggest thing for me is to really understand our ability to make a choice. We make choices every moment, but we do it unconsciously. When you begin to consciously choose what you are thinking, what you are creating in that moment, then you can begin to see the power that is within you. See, we don't have to connect to spirit. We are spirit. See, and people think, I have to be connected to the, you are the vine. And when you recognize that and take the responsibility, which means the ability to respond to whatever it is you're creating, then you begin to see Oh, the only true moment is now, not tomorrow, not what happened yesterday, because that can't be changed. It is the now, Mm -hmm. moment by moment. And you begin to make decisions and choices consciously, because if I do this, the law of cause and effect, if I do this, that's going to be the effect of my action. So you begin to think from the end, what it is I desire to create and make your choices based on that. But that's a consciousness, that's becoming conscious and understanding how powerful 
choice is. Mm -hmm. See, people like to say, oh, I manifested this and I met, but they don't want to claim that crazy stuff they're manifesting or the drama that they're creating in their lives and others. They don't want to claim that. That just happened. Like, you know, magically it fell out the air. No, you created nothing comes into your world unbidden. If you don't call it, I don't care what it looks like. It comes because on some level you have created or called it into your world for it to help you remember or to help you see what you are creating. Every person, every dog, cat, whatever, comes into your sphere of influence to help you remember or to learn something new. The power of choice, the greatest gift that we have that no other creatures have is to be able to think consciously and make a choice. Mm -hmm. So you say, if I could give that right there, if we just stop and became conscious, what is it that I desire to see in the world? Mm -hmm. And think on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. I mean, one of the words that you just said that I think is so critical, you said, if we just stop. And I think, you know, this is part of what a lot of us find ourselves in is this constant going, chasing, moving from one thing to the next. And and in the work that I do, this is what I find really powerful in in the practice of yoga, actually, in large part of it. I'm asking people to slow down. I'm asking people to stop, notice their breath, feel into their body. And I think that is part of the key of landing in the moment is, as you said, we we just need to stop, pause, ask ourselves, what are we doing? What are we thinking? So do you have a practice, Esther, that you use or that you, if people are struggling, if their minds are just racing or they're in the habit of, uh, you know, jumping from one thing to the next, how do you get people to to do that, to kind of stop? Do you have certain questions or practices that you ask people? I have one-on-one uh, -on -one clients. I work with one-on-one -on -one clients. And the first thing I um, give them is when you wake up in the morning, and most people, especially if they work outside of the house, they have a routine and it's an automatic routine. They don't even think about it. They can do it with their eyes closed. What I ask my clients to do is when you take that shower in the morning or if you take it at night, but you're going and you're brushing your teeth, you looking in the mirror, look in that mirror at that person in the mirror and tell that person, I love you. Mm -hmm. I love you, Esther. I love you until you feel it. And you do it every day, looking in the eyes of that person in the mirror first thing in the morning, and eventually you will hear that spirit speaks to you. I mm -hmm. love you. Because you're making a connection with yourself. Mm -hmm. And then stop and think, what am I grateful for today? 
Just five things. Five things. And take a moment to write an intention statement. How do I intend for my day to go? Simple as that. Because what it does, it slows you down. Yeah. You're not moving through life automatically. When you stop to, to, to just be grateful, that is the fuel that brings all things into your life is gratitude. Mm -hmm. I tell people, how do I manifest? How, how do I manage? I say, it's not about manifesting. It's about pulling down into the physical from the mental by raising your frequency to match that which it is you are desiring. So mm -hmm. the first thing is the thought. When you think it and see it in your mind, you begin to feel at the emotion. That's that's the ignite. You're, you're igniting it now. I feel what I'm going to feel like when I have it, right? So I can feel it. Oh, wow, yes. And then I stand in gratitude because I know it is already done. So what you're telling the universe, I know it's already mine. I can feel it right now. It's got to come. Mm -hmm. You understand? It's not a long drawn out process because the gratitude is the fuel that determines how fast that particular thing or issue or whatever it is you're, you, you're creating happens. Gratitude and the more grateful you are, some of my clients will get up and just start dancing around. Thank you, you know, and it's not thank you because who do you? No, I stand in gratitude. Honoring that power of creation within yourself. Yeah. yeah. I love this. I'm going to yeah. repeat this for listeners because I think sometimes people need to hear it more than once. And, oh. and what you're downloading is just so critical. So I love these ideas. If you're listening and you're just getting started, you know you're hearing this call. You're ready to wake up. You're ready to live a, a more aligned life. You you can hear your something deep inside of you calling to to level up. I think these uh, suggestions that you just ran us through are so important. When you wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself. And I would add that in the beginning, if you don't believe it, just keep doing it because I think a lot of people will do that and look and just be like, that's actually not true. Or like, this feels false or but do it until you believe it, do it until you feel it. Yeah. Because if you keep doing it, eventually those eyes will look back at you and say, I love you. That's one of the biggest issues in the world. People don't love themselves, but they're trying to love that. I'm in love. How can you give something you don't have? You must love yourself first. Then you become love and you radiate that energy and it brings back to you what you're putting out into the world. That's what that practice is about because everything around us a lot of times tell us we're not worthy, we're worthless. We're the, no, the universe don't make mistakes. It only makes perfect beings, yeah. okay? Yes. And it's not the perfection that we have made up, but trust me, the universe does not make mistakes. 
I believe you. I believe you. For us to begin to look at each other in through the eyes of love. I don't care how a person shows up with me or to me. I'm going to see them as a perfect divine being filled with love, whether they know it or not. I'm going to hold them there. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's a lot of the power of your work, Esther. Yes. Just reflecting that. And and I think, yeah, that's the this practice you're talking about, looking in the mirror is to allow ourselves to see ourselves as a reflection of love. So, so powerful. So yes, listeners, please look at yourself in the mirror every, every morning and tell yourself you love yourself. And secondly, you said, wake up and again, pause just for a moment and think of five things that you're grateful for. So powerful, such a good practice. And then you said to start each day with an intention or affirmation, get clear about what you're heading into the day with. And I think this is also so powerful. And I'm going to add, you know, and this is going to lead to my next question. I'm seeing in my own life and in the people around me and in the work that I do that and maybe this is just my perception. So that's what I want to know if you if you also see this. But I feel like our conscious awareness is actually growing. Like we're in a time or a phase in our evolution where we're recognizing that we have the power to be aware of our thinking and to shift it. And this is a lot of the conversations that I'm having in the work that I do. Just yesterday, I did a call with my um, 12-week deep divers around rewriting limiting beliefs. So we did all these exercises to uncover what we're thinking. And then we got to the point, this is based on the work of Byron Katie. I don't know if you know who she is, but. I love Byron Katie. Is it really real? Oh, yes. So powerful. Long ago, yes. Love her, right? And her work is online for those of you that want to look into it. And she's just given it as a gift to the world, right? Anybody can access it. It's so simple. You find out what what is your limiting belief. You run it through these four simple questions and you come up with a turnaround statement. So if anybody needs a little bit of guidance, her work is so good. I'll link it in, in with this podcast. But would you agree that that we're in a really exciting time where so many of us are recognizing this opportunity to wake up and see our power. And do you think this has always been there? Are we, or is this something that that is kind of bubbling up inside of us? This is something that um, is new. The energy uh, around our planet has changed. We're moving from what is called the three density our dimension, third dimension, but I call it density, to what is called the fifth density. That energy has moved around our planet and it is causing an awakening. Um, If you notice, you have a 16 year old. If you pay attention to the children that are coming into this density, they are so much more aware they are so much more advanced in how they see and how they relate to the world. If you if you just pay attention, a lot of, and I call them star seeds. These 
are beings that have been here waiting for such a time as this, okay? And what is happening is that we need a critical mass of collective thinking to change the old paradigm. Everything around us that once was is crumbling and they're trying very hard to keep these systems, but they no longer work for the masses and it's happening around the world. And some people are awakening, but they don't understand what's happening to them. They're mm -hmm. like, well, something's in, but I don't know. That's the work I do. Mm -hmm. That's the work. There are, are many of us out there that are helping people understand not um, that there's something wrong, but there's something right. Mm -hmm. They are awakening, they're realizing, they can say, no, that's not okay for me. This is what I choose. They're understanding that they are the interdimensional beings that are being activated. That's what this energy is doing. That's why it seems like, wow, a lot of people are thinking that, yes, it's a higher dimension. It's mm -hmm. a higher understanding. And so you're not crazy. You're right on. What you're feeling, what you're seeing, you're right on. The time is now. We have an opportunity to create a world that works for everybody. Mm -hmm. to remove all of these systems that we have created because we created all this craziness we, we 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 really did but it was an unconscious it was an unconscious process because we did not realize that we're divine beings and the newer generations that are coming in they're already activated that's why you see um you know all of a sudden this big push where there is no gender. I'm not a she, I'm not a he, I'm a this. But what it is, they're trying to break down systems that we've created that doesn't work. There's no need for them. Love is love. Mm -hmm. We have, we're under the law of, which is the seventh universal law called gender. There is male and female energy in each of us. And it's a matter of, of learning to balance that energy so that it works for us and not against us. And the way we've been using it, it's been working against us because we've been using it mainly on the physical level and not using it on the emotional and mental level. That law of gender, when you balance those two, because that's what it takes to create, not just human, but anything. It's the balancing of the male and female energy. And so these children that are coming in, they don't separate it. Mm -hmm. They see wherever that love flows, it flows. And it seems to us, oh, this is different and we got to label it and we got to put them in boxes and they're tearing down the boxes. Mm-hmm. They're tearing them down. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I love this. I, I see this too, that we're in a really phenomenal time where we're sh the shift that we're seeing and feeling is just so powerful and enormous. And 
I would agree that my kids for sure, and I see it in a lot of younger people, they're here, they've come here already stepped into knowing. And then I see, you know, people in my generation or people in the generations that have gone before me in this time. And there there is a bit of friction or confusion in moving into what you call the fifth or fifth density or um, the fifth dimension. And again, I don't want to get, I don't want people to get caught up in terms, but I think we're, we're all feeling it, you know, whatever age we're at, I see it, you know, that people come to me with this dis-ease or they're physically, um, feeling dis-ease or emotionally or mentally feeling dis-ease. And I think in large part, it's because that that's our cue. That's our cue that that something's out of alignment. And this is what I'm watching. And, and I feel really, really blessed and grateful that it's like I've been sent here also as like a channel to help reflect to people Hey guys, we we do want to start to live in our true purpose and I'll tell you I'll share with you and listeners this is something that I'm just moving into feeling more comfortable owning that um that revelation or recognition that it it might feel a little uncomfortable to step away from what we know or to allow what we used to do to crumble away because I think you know we get we get scared when we don't know what's going to happen. We we tend to fear the unknown, but I think we're in this moment where we're all being asked to trust this thing that's happening inside that says, I got to make a change. I got to do something a little bit different. What I've been doing or what I was doing is no longer working. And I'm, t- I'm calling all listeners and everybody who hears this to really trust that you are going to be guided. You are going to be supported that as you listen to that, that voice inside that is asking you to to change that the thing that is meant to come to you is going to show up you just have to have the courage to to start to step into listening to your inner voice so, so let, let me say this you don't have to do anything it is a choice choose mm-hmm. the universe is always conspiring for our highest and greatest good and when you Feel that dis-ease, that means that you're moving, there's a transition happening. And the fear, because we're energy beings, everything is energy. I see fear as what I call turbo. The fear is there, it's like a ball of energy that's there to push you through that which you fear into the next level but what we're taught when we when we feel fear is to freeze no it is a burst of energy that is there to push you forward use it as turbo boom and it moves you into the next level of understanding because the universe only has good for us only good it doesn't know anything else all this bad and crazy and evil that's in our mind we make that up we are the ones that decide and even even the mistakes that you think you make there's no such thing if you go back into that situation and 
pull the pearls from it? What did I learn? Ask that question. What is this here to teach me? What is this here to show me? Then that mistake you think, it becomes an experience. Mm -hmm. But if you stay in that dis-ease, then this is where you get in trouble. You create disease. Mm -hmm. The dis-ease is there to move you forward, to tell you, oh, this no longer fits. It's time for me to look ahead. It's time for me to make a different choice. Mm -hmm. It's time for me to step into my power. We are all powerful beings. We are all light beings. And because our world that we've created tells us that we are helpless and we're weak and we need this person, no, own that shit. Own who you are. Own it. Mm -hmm. Grasp it and know. Mm -hmm. yeah. And listen, because the universe is always speaking through us. And what is happening, and it's not happening to you, it's happening through you and for you to evolve, to continue to evolve. And like you said, the children, they're coming here fully evolved. And some of them, because we put them in these old systems, the schools, the, the educational system is so broke, it's not even funny. And so what did they do? When these beings started to show up in the 70s and the 80s, all of a sudden we got all these new diseases. I call them designer diseases, ADHD, autism, all that stuff. Because these children were so advanced and they come with specific purposes. And so all the rest of that don't matter. Here's why I'm here. Oh, there's something wrong with them. They can't, they can't be still. They can't. Well, what you trying to ask them to be still for, they already know. They can look at it and know it. They don't have to do this rote memory. So the pharmaceutical companies create all these drugs and start drugging these children when there's nothing wrong with them. They're advanced beings. We need to make the adjustment. We're trying to force them to fit into these little square pegs when they're round. Mm -hmm. And they're highly evolved. Instead of us stopping and looking and saying, oh, there's something different here. Let's watch and see what this is. No, let's drug them. Let's do this to them. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what's happening here. See, it's like everything in the un everything in nature can evolve except us. No, we are <laughs> evolving. Absolutely. And we're bringing evolved beings through us. Yeah. And that's the whole issue. That's what you're feeling. That's what you're sensing. That's what's moving. Everybody won't wake up. Everybody won't choose that. But many of us are choosing it because that's our contracts. That's why we came to this plane mm -hmm. to experience these emotions and to support and help the evolution of mankind to move back into the light beings that we are. There's 0.7 volts just in every cell of our body. We're electrical beings and people, are getting this, but science is beginning to understand, oh, 
we had this all wrong. Pay attention. See, people think, can we scientifically, science changes. Remember when the world was flat? Okay. Remember, yeah, science changed. Pay attention. Because what the mystics have known always, now science is beginning to catch up and say, oh, ah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I love this. I mean, I'm I'm hearing you. And when you say not everybody is going to wake up and not everybody is going to make that choice, I hear you. And I'm sure that the people that have decided they're you know, they're choosing to stay where they are in that old version. They've already turned off this podcast. So I'm pretty certain that anybody listening is resonating with what we're saying. And so for those people, maybe as a last tidbit or a last tip, a last step that these people who are listening, they're they're feeling what we're saying. They're maybe in their lives thinking like, oh God, I want to find the courage or like, I feel that. I feel I want to step into this new version of myself. Could you leave listeners with, yeah, maybe a first step if they're feeling scared or confused or lost, they know they're going to do this. They know they're they're ready, but they're not sure how to step into that. Maybe they feel financial pressures or their family isn't going to understand or there's so much at risk and they can't see the path forward. What would you say to those people? Most of the time, families are not going to understand. There's one or two in every group that have the call that's going to evolve into this fifth density energy. And it's not like the, we're going to be on a different plane. We'll be right here, but our frequency will be so high. Those that have chosen to stay caught into this matrix, they won't even be around. They won't even be in the same area. You know what I'm saying? And you say, there's people that are feeling it. One of the other things that I tell my clients is the first 10 minutes of awakening, be still. Just sit, get up, step out of your bed, sit in the chair, and just be still and listen. I'm not saying meditate. You, you know, a lot of people, they're not there. But you can be still and let your thoughts just pass and listen. Listen. Because you're not listening with your head. You have a dual thing going on here. But you bring that coherency to your heart. And your gut, this is where the spirit first contacts you. It is through the emotions, what you feel. Listen to what you feel. And I know that sounds kind of crazy. Listen to what I feel. But it is through our emotions that the universe speaks to us. So if you're feeling there's something different here. Be still every morning and listen and yield. Don't surrender because surrender is coming from a place of weakness. I want you to learn to yield from a position of power, the power that is within you to allow your higher self to talk to you. But you got to be still. We're running so much all the time. Give yourself that gift of stillness so you can hear that higher voice. And let me tell you what's going to happen. People will begin to show up. 
in your life to help you, to guide you, to lead you. People will begin to show up that resonate, that are in alignment with what's happening to you. And yes, it's not going to be like it used to be. That doesn't work. Don't try to hold on to that. It's going to be different. Nothing is as it seems. Trust me. Nothing is as it seems. Everything that we need or desire is already within us. We have to tap. We have to go within. Go within everything. Money, uh, 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 wealth, whatever you desire. You have the power to call that in. And it's not working hard, that light, it work hard. You No, that's a lie. You have the ability to call forth all that you desire because it's already there. It's already in the ether. We're just matching our frequencies. That's what those laws I was, when you were asking about those seven universal laws, when you understand the universal laws, when you put them into play, you will see. You can speak to the trees and say, hey, I need $1,000. It's going to show up. See, there's a level of questioning, and I want to make sure that people understand that. Those that are asking why, they're dying. Why this? Why this happening? Why that? Why that? Those that ask how question are barely surviving. Because how is not your business. Forget about the how and wait for the while. Okay? Those that ask when and where, they're kind of thriving. But it is those that ask who, the who question, are mm -hmm. flourishing. Because who is it that's going to show up? Who do I need to speak to? Who do I need to see to get this done? Because it's the who that's going to come into your world that's going to move you forward. Mm, Esther, that's really powerful. Yes. Um, when you say that, what comes to mind for me is, again, it's like evoking for us the importance of our connections. You know that, yes, we're all in our individual little bodies, but there's something between us, all of us, that is working for us to remember we are one so that you know, those questions are so powerful. Ask who, who, and I'm going to just share with listeners too, when you were, when you were saying that, what was reminding me, like when we find the courage to, to listen to that, that inner guidance, it's interesting when I, after I had um, my near-death experience and and I was listening to my inner voice that said, go to India. And when I stepped on that plane to go to India, I was sitting beside this gentleman and then another gentleman walked over and he said, hey, can we switch seats because my brother's sitting there and we'd like to sit together and I was traveling alone. So I thought, yeah, for sure, uh, let's switch. And I ended up sitting beside a gentleman who who said, where are you going? And I said, India. And he said, why are you going to India? And I said, to learn more about yoga and meditation. And he said, so why are you going to India? And he was Indian himself. So I thought, 
don't you know this is the birthplace of all things yogic? And he handed me this book by Krishnamurti, who is this amazing, I don't, I don't like to call him a philosopher because I think he was so much more than that. But the point of the story is that once I started to follow that inner guidance, everything came to me that I needed. So on my way to India, before I even got there, I was given this book that completely changed my perspective of what I was set out to do. And then every step along the way, it would get boring for me to tell you all of these little incidents, but. Oh, I know it. Yeah, you know it. And everybody. I know the synchronicity. When you put yourself in alignment with your divine self, everything people show up in every way it's uh yeah i go to egypt every year i take a group on sacred journey to egypt every year and in preparation i don't even know who's gonna go but they it just shows up and i know this is the group that's meant to be with me this year mm -hmm. so when you say that understand it's the who's that are going to show up <clears throat> that are going to make the connection for your next evolution mm -hmm. for your next frequency upgrade yeah always always then you're flourishing everything you need we're so connected we're like the cells in the body, the universe is the body and we're the cells. And they may be heart cells, it may be, you know, liver cells, but all the cells must work together for the body to function. Yes. That's why we're all connected. I love and, that. Yeah. And, and I mean, when you ask, the universe will show you. When you ask and believe. That's the other thing. People don't believe in who they are. So that's why I give these little things to my client. And before you know it, they start seeing the power that is coming through them. And they're like, well, yeah, believe it. Believe it. Mm -hmm. I love Everything that. you need is within you. Yeah everything. And and I love your your tip on the who. I think that's amazing and I think um we'll close things here and I'm just going to share with listeners one of my favorite quotes which is really coming to mind as I speak with you this morning and I'm just so grateful that you were here to to just share your gifts and the quote that comes to mind is that it's from Ram Das, and it's, we're all here to walk each other home. And I really feel that in your words and your presence, and I'm sure listeners who are here with us today, that they're feeling this too, this call to connect to their deeper selves. So I hope we've inspired you today. If you're listening to, to slow down, tune in, have a listen when you wake up, look in that mirror and love yourself. Think of the things you're grateful for and, and start to recognize that with the power of your thoughts, you can create anything you want. And I hope you join us in helping to 
to shift us into this next phase of our existence. Did you want to say any last thing, Esther? Before well, when you said we're all walking each other home, and home to me is when you realize that you are a divine being. That's home when you remember who you are. And that to me is what we're here to do is help each other remember who we are and why we have chosen to come at such a time as this. Mm. Well, you're definitely helping us remember Esther. So thank you so much for who you are and for sharing with us today. You're welcome. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. And you are the who in my life, helping me to get the message out. Thank you so much, Jill. Mm-hmm. May all be. And if they, if any of your um, listeners want to get in touch with me, my website is www.estherjonesalley.com. Well, it's a estherjones-alley.com. And you can go there. There's a free gift if you sign up um, there on my website. I will be doing um, Esther Lives on Facebook starting this month. And it'll be, um, I'll teach for half an hour and then do uh, live coaching and answering of questions. So that'll be happening maybe once every two months. Um, And there's some other good things that are coming down the pike. So Just stay tuned. Jill, I am so grateful that you answered the call. One of my um, desires for this coming year is to be on more podcasts Mm. and to do more speaking. And you just came out of nowhere. You're my who. (laughs) This is the way it happens. Yeah, I love it. Esther, and I will definitely link in the text description how people can get in touch with you. And I would encourage everybody to tune in on those Facebook lives and check out your website. It's so good. And these are the kinds of people that are showing up for you because you're listening and tune in. There's help, there's support. So I will definitely link that for people to get in touch with you. Thank you so much for being here and for all of you for listening. Thank you so much.